0: Sugarcoat shit. (laughs) This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Fellas, didn't get what you were hoping for from Santa Claus this year? Looking to add a little spice to things in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about an adventurous new adult toy or movie? Well, then we have an offer that you won't be able to resist. Go to ToysForPleasure.Vegas, and for a limited time, you'll get 20% off store-wide, and we'll even throw in free shipping for any order above $100. And no, we're not teasing. So check out ToysForPleasure.Vegas today, and use special offer code BABE69 upon checkout, and make sure all your adult fantasies come true with ToysForPleasure.vegas today. Remember, use offer code BAB69, that's BABE69, that's B A B E six nine, to receive a twenty percent discount on your entire order. And give the gift that Santa forgot to give this year. Warning the content you're about to hear contains spoilers. So, if you have not watched the show, movie, or read the book in question, turn off your radio now, because there are spoilers. Spoilers ahead! Warning, warning, Danger Will Robinson. Spoilers ahead! Don't say you haven't been warned. Hello! Welcome back, Renegade Nation! It's me, Naughty Nicole, and it's time for another Renegade Review. And today, well, we're taking a look at Taboo. That's right, FX's bleak new period miniseries. Now, I'm the first one to say that I love me some Tom Hardy. Seriously? The guy could read the phone book and make it fucking intense. I love him i don't care what you think i love him and i love me some british drama seriously dry old downton abbey sign me the fuck up i love it so when i heard that fx was taking two of my favorite things and making it into a showcase for tom hardy's unapologetic weirdness i jumped with glee seriously This eccentric 39-year-old English actor plays James Delaney, a mysterious figure who returns to London in 1814, following the death of his father, and spends most of the first episode, well, brooding and intimidating people. Like a gloomy reality show contestant, Delaney was not there to make no friends, no sir. Now, it doesn't take long to realize that Taboo, the heavy breathing series set in Regency England, is going to be very ripe viewing. Rain on the moors, tubs of offal, bodies with coppers on the eyes, grave robbers, a funeral procession led by a dwarf. We're talking the whole dark gothic playbook. Seriously, they didn't leave none of that shit out. And that's before we even get to the half-sibling incest and the slave ship flashbacks and the Native American incantations. Seriously, I don't even know where to go with this. Seriously, I'm going to need new panties. I was enjoying this way too much. But the most self-consciously gloomy thing about Taboo is that its star, Tom Hardy, He created the show with his father, Chips Hardy, and with writer-producer Stephen Knight. And as James Keziah Delaney, he returns to London from abroad to reclaim his family legacy. And Mr. Hardy growls and rasps and glowers and, when Delaney is caught without an answer, makes a sexy little popping noise that resembles a grunt. Oh, yes. Delaney represents a disruptive democratic force in this melodrama of ideas. It's in his blood. He's the son of a British merchant and an American Indian mother, and it's in the surly, barbaric manner he displays after sojourns in Africa and America, where he's assumed to have gone native. It's also right there in the plot. England and America are fighting the War of 1812, And Delaney has just inherited the title to a piece of land in Canada that's coveted by both sides. And he appears more than willing to play them off each other. Loyalty to the crown be damned! This aspect of the story is loosely based on real history, and the Nootka sound that Delaney owns is a real place on Vancouver Island. It could be the basis for an absorbing story, but the best parts of Taboo comes in the first three episodes and take place in the boardroom of the East India Company. There, the wonderful Jonathan Price, as the company chairman, presides in highly entertaining fashion over the gargoylish protectors of multinational privilege who want to get their hands on Nootka Sound, preferably over Delaney's dead body. In addition to Mr. Price, a number of familiar British character actors acquit themselves well, including David Hyman as Delaney's facto tum, and Nicholas Woodison as a slippery lawyer. But the focus on grim portentousness and rank atmosphere keeps bogging down the story, which needed more attention to achieve the balance that it seeks among gothic bodice ripper Heart of Darkness, social track, and corporate thriller. Now, Tom Hardy makes a particular sound that I have to say I just love. It's this deep, breathy, hyper-masculine incoherence that he uses for communication or maybe an exclamation or even interrogation. It's a mumble that's like a roar that's a sigh or maybe a burp. That's a desperate, barbaric, yearning yelp. So, what's Hardy there to do? Well, what we want him to do. Make grunts and groans and little mischievous twitches with his eyes. So, while this eight-episode costume drama can be dreary, slow, and somewhat gruesome, Hardy's performance is a thing of true beauty to behold. It's a mystical combination of tough-guy charisma, anti-hero swagger, and a little cheeky goofballery. (laughs) Can I say that? Is that a word? Okay, we're making it a word now. I like it. Most of that first episode consists of other characters either reacting to Delaney's bizarre behavior or talking shit behind his back. He's not just the star. No, he is the weird enigmatic sun that the entire plot revolves around. Those same actorly instincts that led to peculiar and oh-so-brilliant performances like Bane in The Dark Knight Rises, the mumbly enemy of Leo in The Revenant, and the taciturn hero of Mad Max Fury Road... Guide him throughout this series, which he developed himself again with his father's, and his frequent collaborator, collaborator Stephen Knight, you know Locke from *Peaky Blinders*. It's a per it's a performance that lets him go full on Hardy. <laughs> Taboo's gruff, tough, silly, and well weird, and I, for one, am completely and utterly hooked, but I could watch Hardy read the phone book, although he'd probably eat it. I could watch him do that, too. Wow. Only if he makes that little grunting sound. Okay, that's enough of that. All right, Renegade Nation, catch us next time, and if you like this review, or if you have a comment, then send us a like, or post that comment, because guess what? I can't read your fucking mind. Got a show, or a movie, or even a book that you want us to review? let us know. I'm not saying that we're going to do it, but let us know. We'll make fun of you and maybe mock you and you never know. One of these days I might decide to actually, you know, read the book or watch the movie or, you know, watch the show. Who knows? And I might just mock you in the episode and thank you for the suggestion. All right. See you next time on Renegade Reviews here on Renegade Talk Radio. Peace out. don't sugarcoat shit Uh-oh. this is renegade talk radio renegade.